Welcome back everyone to the Gathering Movement interview series. I am so, so grateful because today we are in the presence of someone who's near and dear to my own heart, Miss Caitlin Anne-Marie. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Yay. So exciting. So if you are new to the interview series and this is your first time catching us live, the real intention of this is to bring leaders, pioneers, way showers together across all different industries from the healing arts to Ayurveda to health to fitness to finance to gardening who are really all here to empower us to be leaders of our own lives. So the leaders who inspire the leaders. And having Caitlin here is really special because I had the opportunity to work on Team Caitlin Marie for a year. Um, and it's just such a blessing that we can come together in this way and share about Ayurveda. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's been an honor to be able to see you grow and thrive and this movement grow and thrive. And I'm really grateful to be able to be amongst leaders, inspiring leaders, and hopefully inspire them to work more with their energy today. Mm, I'm excited for this topic. And I'd love for you just to share like a little bit about like that intro, what is Ayurveda for anyone who's never heard of Ayurveda? Yeah, of course. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Caitlin. I go by Caitlin Ann Marie, and I infuse Ayurveda into business. And the reason I do this is that Ayurveda is one of the oldest medical systems on the planet. And it's a very multidimensional system, and it's a very intuitive system. It recognizes each of us as individuals. And in the business world, there are many ideas of what you should be, how you should show up and all these boxes that were like expected to fit in. And throughout my years in marketing and business, and I also had a yoga business, I had a marketing business, you know, I did like these two different worlds. What I was able to see is that these things need to come together. Like it's very important that we bring these two together and actually success is already within each of us. It's actually completely within us, and it's just a matter of us choosing the success that's within us. When we choose the success that we see somebody else have or the way that they seem to do it, when we try to mimic that, that's actually when we completely throw ourselves off of our own harmonious rhythm and our own natural way of existing. And this is what causes burnout and anxiety and all of these other challenges that um, we see as almost like a norm at this point in time. So Ayurveda is really a way for us to come back home to ourselves and mm -hmm. to lead from that center point. Where did you first hear about Ayurveda? I love the origin story of how we got to these places. <laughs> yeah, and I know, like if you're in Bridget's world, you know that Bridget also infuses Ayurveda into her life and her business. And we all have our own ways of finding Ayurveda. And I actually, I encourage you to look at your own journey because you'll probably see that you were putting it into your journey before you even heard these words. So Ayurveda actually translates to the science of life. And it can be very complex. 
I am at a point in my own training, which is going on for years and years, I will be forever getting certifications about Ayurveda and healing. Um, but it can get as complex as anatomy and physiology and surgery and, and all these kinds of things. But it can also be as simple as listening to what your body needs. Um, so for years before I actually heard what Ayurveda was, I had actually healed my body from debilitating anxiety. And that anxiety led to a seizure disorder. And I was actually hospitalized for having seizures and hitting my head multiple times from collapsing. Um, and I turned to yoga, but I actually intuitively navigated yoga and meditation and my, um, my nutrition and my lifestyle in a way that was in alignment with Ayurveda without ever hearing the term. And mm -hmm. the first time I heard of Ayurveda was when I finally went to go take my yoga teacher training and I was fully immersed in Costa Rica for my training in 2015, I believe, December 2015. So just hit that five-year anniversary. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> so stoked. Shout out to my gurus. <laughs> and um, got off the plane. We landed in like this beautiful place in the jungle. We were completely cut off from like cell service and all the things. And one of the first things that we learned about was Ayurveda and how our physical bodies and our minds were affected simply by traveling to another country. So our teachers started telling us how to identify our own doshas, which are basically like mind-body types, and how to identify when that is out of balance and heal it in simple ways. Hmm. I just love Ayurveda, obviously, because it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Like, as soon as you really understand the basic principles of Ayurveda, it's like, oh, I'm probably already using this in my life, as you just said. So I'd love for you to share about, like, how this actually works for an entrepreneur, because why I was always so inspired by you is you were able to bring these, like, two things that were very, like, different, right? Entrepreneurship, starting a business, Ayurveda, yoga, these holistic systems. You were able to basically bridge the gap and create a beautiful system. So how do they work together? Hmm. So, Bridget, you already know I could talk about this for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> this is my jam. Um, <laughs> But I'm going to keep it simple. You know, I really want people who catch this to be able to um, bring it into their lives as soon as possible. And of course, if you feel called to bring it in more deeply, we we dive deep inside of my programs. Um, but I'm going to keep it a little more surface level for now. And just like the backstory is that I literally was living two different lives for a very long time. I had a thriving yoga business. I was specializing in working with children and adults with disabilities. Um, it started off with just working with people with cognitive disabilities, and then I found my way into physical disabilities. And I also wound up helping the owners of a lot of holistic wellness centers um, and yoga studios marketing their business and growing their brand. And my other world that I was in was marketing and business. And I was in that world. I had my own business that 
just kind of thrived on its own. People always just found me for doing that through referrals and recommendations. And I was kind of just sitting in the middle of these two worlds, like, wow, I wish, you know, the other yoga teachers who are changing lives, like, I wish that they knew what I knew about marketing and business, because then they can really touch more lives and they can build their own. I know so many yoga teachers who, I remember one of my friends one time was like, I finally just got my first apartment and I'm a yoga teacher full time. So I'm probably going to be eating ramen noodles for the rest of my life. And I was like, ah, that's so hard. Like, if you're here to help heal the collective and help people change their lives, you should be able to live this fulfilling, beautiful life too, and be able to buy organic food and have free time to cook for yourself and not have to worry about um, instability in your income or have to worry about what happens if, you know, something, if you get sick, if you get a cold or something, you can't work. Right. And then the other world that I was in was I was working with people who had, multiple six and multiple seven figure businesses. And I was seeing a lot of them struggling with burnout. That was the major one. The second major one was anxiety. And what I noticed actually was that the imbalance that they were experiencing in their own, um, in their own energy or in their own blueprint, their own constitution, we call it in Ayurveda, the imbalance that was happening there. So in the case of burnout, extra fire. In the case of anxiety, it's extra air and creativity, and they're all scattered and all over the place. Those imbalances were actually creating blocks in their business success. Mm-hmm. So people who were burnt out, they were actually, you know, they're burning so hot that they're actually um, almost repelling clients because People can't get close to you, right? When you're burnt out, you're just like, you're also carrying a lot of different um, emotional things, mental things. You you eventually have to stop working from burnout, right? You can't keep burning the candle at both ends. So um, a lot of what I teach is very much how to create different structures in your schedule, in your business strategy, in the way you approach clients so that you are working with your energy rather than against it. That's kind of like this, (laughs) this nice simple way of putting it. And I still feel like it's so, I mean, we could keep going and going, you know, me with the rabbit holes of talking about Ayurveda, we could go for days. (laughs) We'll be here for the next week, everyone. (laughs) I hope everyone brought snacks. Ayurvedic friendly. Um, I I think what I love so much about what you do is because so many of the spiritual entrepreneurs have such a passion. They have so many ideas for their businesses, but at the end of the day, they don't have that like system or that structure to allow them to really flow and fry, fly freely. Fry freely. Um, French fry. Ayurveda. <laughs> You're thinking about snacks. <laughs> I am kind of hungry. <laughs> but Ayurveda, it's not saying like, this is what you need to do for success. It's this is how you can understand your unique blueprint so that you can have the success that's right for you. So let's like unwrap that a little bit. Why do you think we have this like 
paradigm or idea of what success must be as a business owner? And what do you instead kind of give them? Mm. The simple answer is um, we learn through the examples. Like we learn from the people that we are entangling our own energetic fields with, right? So if you work for a boss who is hustling and hustling and hustling and they're getting further and further along their journey, yeah, you're going to see that as the way to success. I was just on a really great sales call and my sales calls are like, you know, we're, we're really having a great time. So we got into this deep conversation about um, how there are different timelines towards success, right? So we learn by example. So if I look at somebody and I see that, you know, they're, I think I have a number of mentors who are 50, 60, I have mentors who are like in their late thirties and they have created these multi seven figure businesses, but it's taken them a really long time. Right. And so you can look at people like that and you can say, okay, well it took them this long. So I have to take this long Hmm. Or, or they did it this way. So that must be the way. Right. So we literally learn from what we see as the example. And a lot of the examples um, from different entrepreneurs has been do all the things. Right. So in this call that I had previously, it was like, well, my boss is wanting me to do this and that and launch this and launch that and start a podcast and start a blog and do this and do that. And this is also what happens with a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs is that they think they have to do all these things. And also a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs are empathic. So they take on the energy of others, right? They take on the perspective and the thought processes of others and they almost have to untangle it before they can figure out what's theirs. And what I do is I actually take all these things and my idea is like, let's boil it down, right? Because this is air energy. Creative energy is also air and ether. And the challenge with it is that if it stays in the air and ether, it's going to be indecisive, right? It's not going to be tangible, right? You can't grab air and ether. You can't grab creative energy and be like, oh, I'm going to pay for your creative energy that actually you never turned into an online course. So you never wrote the book. You just had the idea for it this is the struggle, right? It's like the creative loop. And that's what it is. It just keeps going in a loop until we bring the earth energy into it. So earth energy also relates to slowing down, not doing a million different things, not doing the podcast and the blog and the workshop and the thing and then that. Some people, yeah, they might be built for that. But it took them a long time of putting one thing into place and then the next thing into place and then the next thing. Right. So finding the balance between all of these elements is super important. And just to like come back to your question about, you know, spiritual entrepreneurs and how they have all this air and ether energy, it's also tied to meditation. Right. Like meditation, you're going up into the ethers and it's a really great thing. It's a really healing thing. It's you receive guidance there. But if you don't bring it down into that earth energy and put it into you know, the 3D world, then nobody else can get their hands on it. Nobody else can get served by it. And that's one of the challenges here. So long story short of how I look at it is let's boil down all of these things and find the thing that is 
most exciting for you, the thing that makes you feel most expansive, right? Don't choose the thing that you're not excited about or that when you think about doing, you feel like, oh, that's scary so much that I'm going to hide in a corner. <laughs> Do the thing that maybe feels scary, but also feels like, wow, this is a really big thing. This is really, you know, like when you feel like your heart is opening, when you think about doing something, that's the thing you should be doing. And now let's boil it down so you're not doing a million different things, but you're looking at things that are most effective and impactful. And those things are the ones we want to amplify, right? So it's like you could do 20 things at once or you could do five things that work really well and you can get even better at doing those things. Yeah. What's going to be the end result? Collapsing a timeline. Mm. It's basically about untangling and rewriting and unlearning all of our patterns of success that have been modeled to us throughout our life, throughout society, throughout maybe even from our parents, from the school system. And what I find so refreshing about what you offer is it is refreshing. It's a journey back to themselves to really honor who they are so that in business they can be honoring who they are and not following someone else's pathway of success. Yeah, that's not your path. It's somebody else's. Like your soul decided to come into this specific body. That dream that you have, that's your dream. Nobody else has that specific dream. You know, I think a lot of the times, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this, but a lot of the times what I see is that, especially for empathic and spiritual entrepreneurs, I think they feel lonely. Like I think they feel like they're misunderstood. And they don't always have this sacred space to lean into where they feel like, oh, that person, like that's, that's who I actually want to be like. When I started, I didn't really have a lot of mentors that I was like, oh, I want to be just like them. It was kind of like, oh, I like that they have their confidence in this area. Oh, mm -hmm. I like that they have this in their personal life. It was little bits of like 20 different people. And it wasn't until I found my first business coach that I was like, oh, she just simplified everything and like decided to embody who she really is, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I really think that it's super important to have a community of like-minded people, you know? So whether that's joining a mentorship program that's specifically for artists or specifically for yogis or spiritual entrepreneurs, or that's just going on Facebook and finding a group of people who think that way, that can change your life hugely. Ding, ding. <laughs> All my notifications always going off. <laughs> um, my phone is always on silent. My computer, slide. <laughs> I completely agree with you. And I can even speak to my own journey. In the beginning, it was I was so lonely. I really thought like I was the only one who was feeling different from the people in my actual personal life. But then when you go online and you see that there are people just like you, they have the same values and ideals and you find a mentor or a coach who is holding the container for these ideals and to lift you. I mean, it is, it's been some of the best work and investments I've ever made. And because I've seen and worked with you so intimately, you know, you do such a good job at this community aspect. 
it's not about like one person's going to succeed. It's like, no, F that. This is about the group. We're going to lean on each other and we're going to rise together. Yeah. Alone, you can go far. Together, we go farther. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mic drop. We're done. <laughs> all right, done for the day. I'll see you all later. I'm going to go get some French fries. Max <laughs> are waiting for me downstairs. <laughs> no, but but really, I I couldn't agree more with you about just community and mentorship and investing in ourselves. And I, I've seen you talking about this a lot lately and just what it means to really invest in yourself, talking about money and you know, that aspect of success. So I'd love for you to even share a little bit on like what it really means to make these kind of investments in yourself. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for asking this question. You know, I think that it's, it's becoming more common that people are talking about investing in themselves. Um, but it's still one of those like taboo things. And Investing in yourself means so many different things. It really does. You know, step one, it's you saying, this is the standard of life I wish to live, right? Like, I don't want to play small. And investing in yourself means that you no longer have the privilege or the opportunity to hide in a corner, right? Like, if you can hide in a corner and you can hide behind you know, this job that you hate, like, that's actually, that's a privilege. And investing in yourself also, yeah, it's a privilege. It really is. Some of the investments that I've made, there are many times in my life where I absolutely could not have invested that much in myself. And I know that there are many people who don't feel that they're capable. Actually, the majority, right? And some of that's a thought. Some of that's fact, some of that's fiction. And you actually don't know until you know, right? Because this also calls you out of the corner and tells you like, I want you to step into this higher version of yourself, this warrior, this person who's fighting for this higher standard of living for themselves. And not only that, but a higher standard of living for all the lives that will be impacted by your success, right? I have helped hundreds of people at this point like, I'm really happy to say that I've been able to help hundreds of people and those people have all gone on to help somebody else. Yeah. Maybe they forwarded an email. Maybe they invited that person to join my program at a later point in time. But, you know, or obviously I work with entrepreneurs. They've helped their own clients. Those clients have helped other people, right? Like we each have this opportunity to create a ripple effect and, Investing in yourself is also acknowledging the fact that you are your best investment, right? You get a return on that investment because you will always be who you are. You're not just going to skip out of this body and go into another one. Like I can't just switch lives with Bridget right now, <laughs> right? Okay. Everything that's up here is going to be up here. So all my experiences from being mentored have helped me for many, many years. Right? So it really is just like claiming the life that you want and dropping plan B. Mm. You know? Like mm. if I have invested in myself and I've invested 
$10,000 in myself to get a mentor or, you know, a couple hundred, if that's a stretch for you, then that's it. You know, think about it as like, you're stretching into this next level. The version of you is, is slightly smaller energetically than the version of you that's like in the next level, just taking up more space. Hmm. So that's going to bring you forward. It's inevitable. It really is. Like, I, I don't want to say that mentorship is a miracle cure, but it's the way that you show up for it that is. When you invest in yourself, you are showing up committed to yourself. Yeah. I think it's Tony Robbins that says you need some skin in the game. Yeah. And for most of us, that is what the monetary investment does it makes us show up for ourselves and let's be honest most of us don't want to show up for ourselves all the time you know making we can say we're going to do something but unless we have this this real deep why and the commitment to ourselves, we don't always show up so when you do invest it's like nah we're like game time yeah Yeah. and it's like now somebody else is witnessing you You know what I mean? Um, I was speaking to a client who just hired a freelancer to help her with something. It's the first time she's hired somebody to help her inside of her business. And she was like, this literally went from me being like, okay, I'll put this out and like, maybe it'll help three or five people. And then she put skin in the game by hiring somebody to help her. And that person reflected back to her how important this work is and helped her make it even better. And now she's like, there's no way I can let this only reach five people. This needs to reach 10, 20, 30 people. You know, it's like now you have somebody reflecting back to you your possibilities. And once you see what you're capable of, it makes it really hard to close your eyes and turn away from it. Mm. Aho, so true. So true. Mm. So where does Ayurveda come back in when we're talking about success? You know, where do people, where does the entrepreneur who's listening to this, where do they start? They want success for themselves. They have these ideas, but they're just not sure how to like bring it into reality. Mm. Yeah. So again, there's, the more I do this work, the more deep I go into it. Um, so inside of my programs, I'll teach it as like recognizing the mind body types within your clients so that you can support them better. Recognizing the mind body types in an ideal client that you're getting on a sales call with and how you can support them through that call to bring them to the end result. That's most impactful, right? Um, it's not always, not everyone's going to be You're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and they're not going to be your cup of tea every time. But if it's the right person, they're still going to have this experience of being afraid. Like it's a natural thing. Our ego is going to jump in, right? If you expect to get on a sales call and every time people are just going to be like, okay, take my money. That might be the case sometimes. Like I've had that happen before, but it's more likely that they're going to have a human experience on the call and you need to be prepared to support them through that human experience, right? Um, So it can go as deep as that kind of work, being mindful of leads, where they're at, how to provide medicine through your marketing, Mm -hmm. specific wording that you might use 
different energy that you infuse into it is going to support somebody through this process of having a full transformation from working with you, but also deciding to work with you. So it can be as intimate as that. The first step that I always suggest for people is, you know, simple stuff, changing your schedule. We think, again, I should do this and I should do that. And nobody really tells you when it's best for you to do those things, especially when you're your own boss. So the first thing that I like to share with people is the Ayurvedic schedule. It's basically what time of day is going to be amplifying which energy for you. So when it's the middle of the day, you're super fiery. You can be into your fire energy relates to structure. It relates to being motivated, being confident. That's a great time to do a sales call and be very in your leadership, you know, be very like, um, the word that's coming to me is being very in control, which I don't really like that word for this. But what I mean by that is like, you're showing up, you're creating the container for somebody to step into. And that's really what somebody investing in themselves, they want to step into a container, like Bridget said, you know, like this container, you step into it, and it's an expander for you. You know, um, you being able to work with your energy in that way is really important. Another thing is that later in the day, you have more of that air and ether energy. So if you put a lot of your tasks that are more challenging for you to the later point of the day, you're likely going to find that it's way harder for you to do that. And that's because you have more of an increase in the air and ether energy. So you can work on those things during earth hours, which are kapha hours in Ayurveda, and they're before 10 a.m. Hmm. We could probably talk about the schedule for a while. Um, I use the schedule in like every part of my life. I literally eat during like my lunch, my biggest meal also during the pizza hours of the day because I know I'm going to digest it the best. It's going to feel the best for me. And then I'm like, let's keep going. Let's rock this. So I think that's one of the most, well, you offer so many valuable things, but that's really such a valuable kind of grounding piece to the work that you do because it just helps people like have that foundation of this is how I can structure my day. And as an entrepreneur, if you've worked a nine to five, it's a little bit challenging to make that transition from, you know, you're at your desk and you're going to keep going until 5 p.m. to when you're an entrepreneur and you actually have your own hours that you create and that no one else can tell you this is right or this is wrong. So you give people that foundation, which is so helpful when they're building and scaling these businesses. Yeah. Yeah, and I just do a free download for that. So if anybody wants that, maybe we can link to it. It really is life-changing. I mean, you could work a 12-hour day, and I know plenty of people who do this. They work a 12-hour day, and they work the whole time, you know, but they're not any more effective than the person who works a four- or five-hour day because all they're doing is working against their energy for 12 hours. And the person who's working with their energy for four hours gets just as much done, if not more, because they're working with their energy. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Mm. So, so true. What else would you like to share? Kind of those final words of wisdom about Ayurveda, about success, about how you help people. Mm. That's a great question. <laughs> 
on the spot. Um, yeah. Everything can be medicine or poison. It's one of my favorite sayings in Ayurveda. Everything can be medicine or poison. So the way that you set up your business, the way that you pursue success, it can be medicine for you. It can bring you closer home to yourself or it can be poison for you, right? And these are literally just about the choices that you make and what you choose to believe about success. But success can be not going to say easy, right? You're going to have to work. Like you're going to have to choose it every day. It's like a relationship. You have to show up for it every day. It's not going to be easy, but it can be easeful. And that's what happens when you work with your energy. How can people get a taste of your medicine? Where can they go? Ooh. Well, there's a few things that are coming to me currently. Um, I recently, example of working with your energy and not against it, I recently decided that I'm literally just hanging out on Instagram. Um, business and marketing gurus will tell you you have to be on all these different platforms, but I love Instagram. It feels good for me. I feel expansive when I show up there. So um, go ahead and find me on Instagram. And I'm Caitlin Amory with an underscore. And the other place I enjoy showing up is my private Facebook group. It's free. It's called the Soulpreneur Sisterhood. And, you know, if you're looking for that community, this is really that spot. Um, people go in there and they ask questions. They network. We do free trainings in there. I have past clients hopping in there and doing trainings um, you know, in all different fields, they're all like spiritual, holistic entrepreneurs. So there's a lot of great content in there as well as community and support. Um, so those are the two places. And if you are looking for mentorship and you really want to take your business and your life to that next level in 2021, then you can find me. Um, the best place would just be go to my Instagram, click the link in bio, um, and just book a call. Let's talk. See if it's the right fit. And I'm just going to plug your reels for a moment because one <laughs> has the best reels and she is the real queen. So just in case anyone needs a little <laughs> spice in their day, <laughs> a little laugh, a little joy, <laughs> you can find Caitlin. <laughs> I actually am working on a series of reels all about how each of the mind body types show up for sales calls. And it's so funny. <laughs> I have to say I'm working on it and I'm like, this is ridiculous, but it's so funny. <laughs> you know, it's good when you're cracking yourself up. before. Yeah. You <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. This has been just so fun. What a great way to spend my afternoon. You're like lunchtime. Mm -hmm. I'm just so grateful. So thank you. Yeah, I just want to take a minute and say thank you to you. And, you know, I really love seeing your work and seeing this movement grow. And I'm honored to be a part of it now. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Whenever we're together, I feel like we cry. So I'm just going <laughs> to end it now before it's <laughs> No, um, thank you so, so much. And I have this big mission for 2021. I really would love to interview at least 100. I know we're going to get there. I'd love to interview at least 100 more pioneers, way showers, just these badass humans who are here to empower others to be the leader of their life. 
So I'm making the call on all of these interviews. If you know someone who would be a great fit and who wants to use their voice to be a change maker in the world, tag them below and we will rock it together. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. Thank you for watching and receiving. And thank you so much, Caitlin, for being here. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>